Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's up? It's your boy, the Ted Smith from the Men's Room. And did you know I have a podcast? Well, I do. The Podcast. New episodes uploaded every Wednesday on the Odyssey app. 99.9 KISW. We return to the men's room with Miles and Thrill. I believe this has happened more than one time. A man is in custody and en route to a hospital for mental health treatment. After he jumped naked into the massive aquarium at the Bass Pro Shop in Leeds Thursday night. Police Chief Paul Irwin said the incident happened about closing time. The 42-year-old man was reported to be acting erratically and drove a vehicle into a pole in the store parking lot. Mm -hmm. After the crash, he got out of his vehicle took off all his clothes, and then ran into the Bass Pro Shop and then jumped into the aquarium. Now, video was taken by bystanders. Of course it was. And if you want to see it, it's online. Show the man do a cannonball into the aquarium and later stand under the waterfall. I like that move. As police officers began to walk up the stairs, the man exited the water, yelled something to the officers, and then dove back into the water. (laughs) He continued to shout something to officers before he climbed over the side of the aquarium, dropped to the concrete floor below, and knocked himself out with the fall. They handcuffed the man, who then woke up and began to try to struggle once again. Someone did cover him with a blanket as officers took him (laughs) from the store. They said the man was only in the water for about five minutes before officers arrived. He was taken to a hospital for a mental evaluation. He's been charged with public lewdness, disorderly conduct, resisting arrest, assaulting an officer, uh, criminal mischief, uh, counseling, endangerment, our question. And doing it naked. When did you witness unexpected or unintentional nudity? 206-803-ROCK. You ever swim naked? Sure. Really? Yeah, Yeah, a lot. You haven't? No, I don't want to swim in that. You guys are looking at me like I'm insane. I've never gone That's what a lake is for. Lake? Uh, pool? Lake house? If you have privacy. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. I would assume if you have some privacy in the pool. No, I never swam naked. Hot? You never hot tub naked? Yeah, I've hot tub naked. Uh, yeah, but never went swimming naked. Hmm. Which is stupid because it's not like the trunks keep your stuff dry. It's always better when you get a warm lake, too. Well, yeah. I mean, the lake's out here are cold. I mean, there there there's some that sure. are, you know, Chelan's not as bad, you know, the later you get in the summertime, but Chelan's deep, though. Yes, it is. But like Lake Sammamish, I like because it's a little more shallow. Like the Lake Washington and Lake Chelan, man, they they stay frigid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello, George. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. George, you ever been swimming naked? Not intentionally. Not intentionally. So you're saying you dove in and your shorts fell off? Pretty much. Okay. <laughs> George, do you happen to be a white guy? I am not. So is it a white guy thing? Because all three of us have been swimming naked, and you and Thrill haven't. 
Yeah, I guess well, it's I'm the Mexican, right guy. Uh, I don't know if that has anything to do with it or not. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Maybe it's just I. I just it's like it's mayonnaise, man. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, you know, it's a white thing. It's yeah. like yoga, yogurt, mayonnaise, yogurt, right. all the things that start with Y. Couscous, craisins in the uh, <laughs> chicken salad. <laughs> yeah, God, just stop that. All the seltzers you could drink. Get the craisins out of the chicken salad. Tell you what, this summer thrill, you and George, if you're game for it, I'll bite you to a white guy naked swim party. Let's go. Well, the reason I don't do it because I don't want to embarrass you white guys with what I'm packing. <laughs> <I see. laughs> George, it's nice. Thanks for that, man. <laughs> oh, thanks, Jorge. Humble man, huh? <laughs> so what was your unexpected nudity? <laughs> so back in late 05, I had just gotten out of the military and I started working nighttime security at a resort in California that is a, it's owned by Hilton. Okay. <laughs> so it's kind of so upscale. Overnight security. So overnight security, we literally just drive around the property, making sure everything's secure, nobody's breaking into anything, stuff like that. So I come upon this room that has the door open at three in the morning. So I decide to, you know, knock on the door, no answer, knock a little bit louder, no answer. So I open the door a little bit just to make sure if nobody, if nobody was in, I was going to close the door either way. So I look on the bed, male and female, maybe early thirties, banging body. For the female, anyways, I should say. And they are completely spread eagle on the bed, passed out liquor bottles all the way around the bed. <laughs> so, and let's be honest, how long did you stand there admiring the view before he closed the door? Yeah, was he doing all right for himself? Well, he was upside down, so I, don't, I can't I, tell okay. that part. But she was doing very, he was, well, whatever he was packing was pulling something very, very well. Right, whatever. He might be rich. Fair enough. So, how long did you so stand yeah, there no, and take her in? Uh, say probably about a minute, minute and a half. <laughs> wow. All right. That's a longer time than I thought. I thought you'd be like 15 well, seconds. To, well, I had to make sure that, you know, they weren't throwing up or, you know, potentially, you know, oh, sure. on their vomit. That's what I tell my boss, too. So did you physically walk into the room to make sure they have not died or choking on vomit or anything? No, you can hear them snoring. Okay. And did you close their door for them? We did. It's policy. If they don't answer, we close the door. Okay. Did you see the couple after this? Or was that your I only? Did not, by the... Okay. Now, by the time I got off at seven in the morning, they were still not up and about. Yeah, I would imagine so. If that was the case. I told you that happened. We weren't naked, but that happened to us in Vegas. What's that? It was the first time I went to Vegas. We were all fired up. We did a bunch of day drinking, and then we we had to go home and like pass out for a while. So we had a wake up call from midnight. We obviously we sleep through it. Yeah, naturally. but the next day there's a message. We we'll listen to the message, and it's like you know, Mr. Smith. Like we came up to your room, you guys didn't answer. Security went in. We left you alone. As it appeared, what did it say? It appeared you guys were very exhausted, but everybody like same thing. Like he said, like basically they came in the room. We're like, oh, they're sawing logs. They're just hammered. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, that's not so bad. That's no, so it's not like everybody bad. was naked. That'd be weird. <laughs> when did you witness unexpected or unintentional nudity? Two zero six eight zero three rock. Hello, Scott. Welcome to the men's room. Hola, bitch. Hola. Hola. All right. So my story, I'm about 15. I uh, got my buddy Joe, and it's his dad. So his dad is divorced, and we've got our buddy Kevin and Joe's little brother. So Joe's stepmom is an absolutely smoke show, like just well put together lady, right? Um, she had had some work done on her chest, so... You know, and it, and it was really well done. So we're out on Lake Washington, and we're trying to do a little wakeboarding. We're not really good at it. Um, so we're doing the inner tube thing, right? 
Well, about two hours into it, she decides to finally just rip her top off. What? And, you know, like the liquor was flowing, you know, that kind of stuff for them. Uh, we're just having a good time, like doing the doing the inner tubing and the wakeboarding and stuff. But I don't know what got in her head, and she decided to show the entire lake uh, her goods. And needless, needless to say, man, uh, it was well received. So. Yeah, but it was. But you did not expect that. No, no, not not at all. Not from her. From, not from his stepmom, dude. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like it's one of those things that you're kind of hoping, right? Like she got on the inner tube. And we're all kind of looking at her going like, well, maybe, maybe, right? Like, no, nothing happens, right? So then finally, she's just like, F it. I'm going to rip it off. There we go. There's no, did <laughs> she, did, let me ask you this. Did she just yeah. acquire these? You know, I, I have to think so, right? Like, I'm 15 at the time, so I don't really know much. Um, but, you know, she, she kind of had, like, a little bit of scars underneath, so... I'm guessing she probably just got them done. Uh, because there's a weird, in my lifetime, what I've noticed is, is that once you have those for a while and, you know, you're used to them and, you know, it's kind of more of just a normal thing. Sure. That, that that normally does not happen. But Well, you don't have a housewarming sure. yeah. three yeah. years but, after but, you move right, in. Correct. But there is a period, and I don't know what the time limit is on it, where... And it'd be like the husband. I, I've been in a bar where, mm -hmm. where, where a couple walked up like, hey, 100%. You want and, and, and no, I don't want to see your wife's breasts. And she's like, no, let me show them to you. I do, you know, and you're like, oh, no, they, no, they no, 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 want to show them off. I know. You know? Yeah. And then, she's like early 40s, you know, so she's definitely a mom, you know, but it's like, hey, by all well, means. Yeah. But, but it's a weird thing. Good. Look, if a woman walks up to me and says, would you like to see my new breast? Hell, would you like to see my old breast? Would you like to see my ugly breast? Do you want to see my breast? Yes. Yes, I do. But like you're saying, I was... A, no, I was, it's, you're not even have to ask. But I was offered. But I was covering a Preakness. It was back in Baltimore at this time. And you're in the midfield of Preakness. And it's it's hard to explain what happens at the midfield of Preakness. But it is it is just a drunken, drug-fueled mess. Kind of fun. But I mean, it's they, they are thrown down. Anyway, same thing. Walk by this woman. She's like 45, maybe. But she's there with her husband. And they're in a group of other people, right? It's probably 15 of them partying together. And... I'm walking by, we're doing interviews with different people, and this guy just comes out of nowhere, not to be on the radio, right? But just walks over and like, hey, man, do you want to see my wife's boobs? Like, this is the question he asked me. I'm like, what? Like, do you want to see my wife's boobs? And now she's standing next to him, and she has, like, this hopeful look on her face. Mm -hmm. And I'm just thinking, like, what is going on? She's like, oh, I just got breast implants. I'm like, no, man, like, you don't have to show me your boobs. Like, I did kind of want to see them, but I felt weird saying, like, yeah. Right. So I said no. And then she did anyway. And I'm glad she did. But you're right. It's almost, it's like when a little kid gets their favorite toy for Christmas. Whether you care what that toy is or not, they're going to show it to you. They want mm -hmm. you to know they have the story. So I'm like, nah, nah, man, you don't have to do that. And she pulls down her top. I'm like, they, great work. Compliments yeah. to the chef. Yeah. How about It's happened to me like three times. But isn't it the, the dude always asking? Yeah. I mean, one time, right? So my mom works the AFL-CIO for 30 years. All right. I'm working on the night crew. So then there's some retirement party for her old boss. Now, this guy that ran, Nameless, yes. ran, ran the security desk, right? And I've kind of told the story before. He is massive. Uh, like right? built massive? Built massive, like got to be like 6'3", 6'4". I mean, he's a big man. But same thing. His wife was already attractive. She got some. So we're at this party. And I mean, we start playing a couple drinking games. And I mean, it's odd because he works with my mom and my mother is there in the room. But same thing. <laughs> 
you got you got to see him. And I was kind of like, uh, <laughs> she whips him out like, all right, great. Yeah, that guy you. lost tough that night, though. That's the same guy later in the night we're talking football. It's like he be- beating him at stuff. Yeah. Like drinking games, ping pong. I see you will go outside, play goal line stance. And he's, he's you know, our coach football now. He said, sure. That man did not have the leverage. No way. <laughs> oh, I drove him back like three times. And then he swung on me, so we had to leave. He swung, he swung on, on you? Oh, yeah. He was, he was real big mad. I, feel I mean, like- he's the joked up dude. He's got his hot wife that he's showing everybody her new boobs. I'm like three something at the time. You can't lose that goal line. Right. He lost it three times. And then the last time, I mean, I put him back into a tree. But yeah, he tried to swing on me. Everybody stopped him. We left. And to say that he was embarrassed that Monday at work when my mom walked in would be an understatement. But do we all agree? <laughs> I, I Great think boobs. This is just a general thing. As I've gotten older, I believe this to be true. The guy... Who does not know you? They have just met you, but they want to show you their wife's boobs, and she is more than happy to do it. If you hang out with them long enough before your night is over, he's going to swing on you. I feel like that's the guy. Not going to do anything. And wrong they're going to get divorced, right? He's putting, it, and you know this. You know this already. Like, yeah, all right, man. It is a weird window too on that. Like just a couple of years. Oh, they only, You're right. They last like two years. Now, look, I've known other women that have had breast. Augmentation, something. Yeah, just kind of like a lift or whatever, sure, or something like that. Seems a little different, but if somebody just all of a sudden has oh. just boom, a great, great, awesome new pair, it's like time's a ticket. Yeah, especially if the husband wants you to see them. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, okay, when, man. Uh, when did you witness unexpected <laughs> or unintentional nudity? Two hundred six eight hundred three rock. You know, next time somebody says that to me, be like, seeing them. But I'm with you though. I, I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> like, I've signed many a boob. I'm like, sure. I think I come up to me, well, this is probably about 12 years ago now, and he's like, oh, hey, Thurl, man, nice to meet you. It's an event we're doing. Nice to meet you, too. Oh, you met my wife like three years ago. I'm like, oh, yeah, what's your name? And says her name. I don't remember. He's like, you signed her boob. And I'm like, okay, well, you're looking aggressive, but let me say this. We don't just sign boobs. She obviously offered it to me. He's like, she did. I'm like... And then I signed it, man. Like, what do you want me to do? I told you, man. She I, said, I, I, sign I, I, my boob, and I, I, it's I, already I, I, out, and she's handing me a Sharpie. I have seen this movie before at the <laughs> Maryland State Fair. I told you guys about this. I was doing a night show, broadcasting live, uh, Monday through Friday. It's a week-long fair. It it's, should be called the Maryland State Surprise. I'm, I'm not sure if it's as big as the one in Puyallup, but it's still a sizable. Yeah. It's the state fair. So, anyway... Uh, I'm working the booth. I get there at 7 o'clock. The guy before me, Johnny Panzarella, he's the afternoon guy. <laughs> this guy comes up, and I thought he was going to kill me. And he says, who is Johnny Panzarella? And I said, oh, he's our afternoon guy, man. He was just on the air. He's, he's probably either around here hanging out, or he took off. I don't know. I haven't seen him in a while. He's like, you tell him I'm going to kill him. And I was like, uh, okay. He's like, you're not Johnny Panzarella. Yeah. I'm like, no, 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 no. Even if I was, did you say yeah, that? I was like, nope. why? He's like, because... He signed my wife's boob earlier, and when I got here, she showed me, and I'm going to kill him. And I just thought to myself, he's like, he's like, is he going to be here tomorrow? And I'm like, I don't know his schedule, man. Everybody was there. The whole, the whole station was there all week. He'll be here too, right? So I don't want, you know, I'm just like, and this guy, he was, he had the look on his face like he was not kidding. Right, right, right. Yeah. And at that point in time, I'm like, oh my god, I'm like, I'm never doing that. I don't know the situation or the circumstance. I've never been asked, but if that ever pops right. up, no. The answer is no. No, I'll sign someone else's name. Steve Hill. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're going to start doing that. Exactly. You know what's weird about signing a boob, though? And, and, and look, I, I don't mind looking at your boobs. It's not that. But to sign it, like anything, you ever have, a, you have a, a single sheet of paper, you have to sign a check or something, and your buddy will turn around and offer his back as your desk. Right. Well, with the boob, I mean, look, they're squishy, man. So 
you you kind of like have to hold the bottom of it, yeah, in order to keep right. it in place. So it's like this real weird thing. Like I don't feel yeah. weird signing your boob. I feel weird that I have to take my right hand because I'm left handed to kind of like hold your boob in place. I think to sign it because I'm not I'm not trying to do. I but, think my, you know my responsibility. Look, I, I'm just on the radio, man. It's, like, it's not that big of a deal. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I can be your local janitor. Will you I, sign my boob? Okay. Yes. Yes, I I will. I'll sign any boob. Sign any boob, dude. When did you witness unexpected or unintentional nudity? 206-803. Have you signed a man boob? Yeah. I've signed a man boob. Guy came up with you signed my boob. I'm like, wait, your boob? And his girlfriend's next to him, and she was hot. He's like, nah, man, my boob. I'm like, fine. The weirdest one I had was, and this was years ago, I'm at a casino for a show. I meet a listener, and she's like, can you motorboat my boobs? So I said, Okay. <laughs> and then the next day, I had a friend here at work, and he goes, Hey, man, my mom's co-worker says she wrote her boobs. Oh, oh, no. That's so awkward. I go, so your mom knows that? He goes, yeah. And I go, I, I don't know. Now I feel bad that your mom knows I did that. Like, I don't want your mom involved. That's yeah. all. <laughs> Will you motorboat? All right. All right. Hello, Taylor. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. Alright, so mine's not as cool as boobs. It's actually way, way worse. <laughs> uh, like, way worse. So, when I was... I, I grew up in a broken home, so I would spend summers with my dad, winters. Well, my I have a summer birthday, and my dad used to do this thing where on my birthday, uh, for every hour, I would get a present. So, as a kid... I'm watching that clock like a hawk. Of course. You know, it's top of the hour. I'm sprinting. Hey, dad, present. So I remember he was kind of seeing this woman. Um, I vaguely remember, but uh, it hits like 12 in the afternoon, and I don't see him in the living room. I don't see him out on the back patio. So I'm like, oh, I go to the bedroom. And the door's closed. And I bust the door open. I'm like, Dad, top of the hour. And at that moment, he's yodeling, if you will. <laughs> uh, but he's Winnie the Poohing it, so he's just got just a, He's got a shirt on. It was oh, like yeah. a, a maroon... Polo. I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> yeah. The position of the bed went right down the hallway. So if you if you think about the schematics of that, I oh man. And that's been burned into your head ever since. Oh, I can't ever for I can't forget it. Was it more your dad's ass that was bothersome, or was it her? Probably the round part of my dad's ass, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I think that's just a bad position, right? Like It's impossible to look cool. Right. Like, if I walked yeah. in and I know you guys having sex, I'm like, oh, shut the door real quick. Right. And sometimes, look, that happens. It, happens. it happened to me recently, like, in the past year. All right. Right? I just, you know, somebody was in the room. But if I walked in the room and my buddy's all crunched up at the end well, of the bed. Especially like, Wendy the Pooh in it. Yeah. Like, I'm just ah. like, oh, I don't need to see. Like, I know you're, like, good for you, but. That just seems bad. Is it possible for a dude to look sexy when he when he the pony? Hey, it depends. I just to me, I, I don't know for a dude. And look, I just like women, so maybe whatever they're doing, I'm cool. But like with the dude, if it's just the shirt and nothing else, like 
This is worse than just seeing you naked. I don't know why. Like, that to me, that is the worst possible look. When did you witness unexpected or unintentional nudity? 206-803-ROCK. I can fathom Winnie the Pooh in it just if you're trying to get a quickie in. If it's quick, I yeah, get yeah. it. I get it. I just don't want to see it. You know? Like, come on, man, put on some pants. Or take your shirt off and tie. Either be fully naked or put on pants. Make a decision. <laughs> Hello, CJ. Welcome to the men's room. Hello, Hello CJ. Hola. Hola. So, uh, when I was about nine, ten years old, I was at a friend's house during the night, and uh, we're playing video games in the bedroom, and uh, his mom was in the tanning bed, and she just heard uh, his younger brother screaming, and she came running into that room just naked. And was this a good thing or bad thing? Well, I mean... I feel bad for my friend because he got slapped. But the, his little brother was just screaming okay. because he didn't get to play the video game. Oh, my God. So she thought something bad was going on. So she panicked, yeah. jumped out of the tanning bed, ran in there. Yeah. That's a benefit to you, though. Or was it? Yeah. <laughs> She's, uh, they're they're kind of well-known around here. But so, yeah, it was, it was a benefit for me. I mean, in a way. You know what, man? I was like... If, I don't know how old she is, you know. No, man, if you like what you see, you know she's a mom. <laughs> you know. You're like, hey, man, look, if I knew that every time I went to my buddy's house, that particular house, I'd either knock a glass on the floor, scream, scream out, oh, my God, someone's breaking in. Depends, just on, whose run out. Depends on whose house you're at. Yeah. When did you witness unexpected or unintentional nudity? 206-803-ROCK. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 99.9 KISW. The men's room returns with Miles and Thrills. Much uh, like our uh, earlier caller, John, mm -hmm. who uh, was over in Europe and ended up naked running around a hotel room trying to get back into his room, which he locked himself out. Jason Isaacs, he's from uh, the Harry Potter uh, fame, uh, revealed he ended up naked in a hotel corridor after stumbling in the dark with jet lag. He is currently appearing in the second series of a Netflix drama called The OA, and he said he was in a stupor when he accidentally emerged from his bedroom without any clothes on. 
He had a he managed to make a quick retreat back into the safety of his room by jamming his toe in the doorframe moments before it closed. Basically, he wrote on Twitter, Jet lag stupor, woke because some sadist before me set the hotel a room alarm for 6 a.m. God, I hate that. Jesus, man. Don't you on. hate that? Yes. You're in a hotel room. Somebody set the alarm. The last person who was in there and it goes off at just a ridiculous time. <laughs> Felt my way to the bathroom, did biz in the dark, opened the door back to my bedroom, inexplicably uh, light, closed the eyes, felt for the switch, and then I realized, F, I'm in the corridor, naked. I, I did jam my toe in the closing door with an inch to go. <laughs> Fans were quick to point out that this mishap uh, would have been captured on camera by the hotel security. Mm-hmm. Our question, when did you witness unexpected or unintentional nudity? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Shiloh. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. Okay, so I was at my mom's house, and I had taken a lot of weed. And so I was just stumbling from the living room back to her bedroom. And I walk in, and she is on all fours on her bed, her bum facing the door, and I saw everything. (laughs) Why was she doing that? Was that how she slept? No, she just got out of the shower. Oh, okay. Well, I don't normally get on all fours. Why was she on all fours on the bed? Air drying, guys. She's air drying. Is she an air dryer? Yes, she is. I'm guessing you did not know that before that moment? No, I didn't know this. I just didn't expect her to be on her bed. I remember that's not the first move I make when I jump out of the shower. Yeah, I I don't understand that. I mean, like, I, I understand. Other, you might. I'm well dry. aware of the drip dry method. It's. Uh, but why would I get on my bed, ass up in the air, yeah. on all fours? I'm just. I was I, part of the uh, trying to get to the crevice. I guess. I mean, yeah, you're just kind of opening everything yeah. up, and when my believe buy your mom a towel. When, when my daughter taught uh, in Japan, that was very, very common. What's that? Drip dry? Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. Basically, that's you know, there's not a lot of towels, and that in sucks. What drip dry? Yeah. I mean, depending where you are in the weather, sure. Mm-hmm. You know, somewhere like New Mexico, probably not so bad. Japan, I feel like that would take a while. I I don't know. I've had to do it a few times. And you're just like, God damn it. It's it's annoying. Actually, I got in the shower the other day. It just pissed me off. I thought I had a towel waiting for me in the bathroom. Oh. I already got in the shower, right? So, I'm, And I don't know why it's annoying. It's really not a big deal. The linen closet is like, I open the bathroom door, the linen closet's right there. But for some reason, it really... Piss me off. Because like, then you get those wet footprints. That, that, that so I, I did that. And, and then, like two weeks before that, I'm going to shave my head, okay? And I knew there was a can of shaving cream uh, in the shower waiting for me. So I take a shower, soap up. Now I'm going to do the shave part. And when I press the top of the, the can, it just does a oops. Yep. And I'm like, mm-hmm. same hey. thing, wet ass, big footprints going around. Look, uh, again, look, and your feet are, your bottom of your feet are wet. So, yeah. so to me, there's two, the most dangerous aspects of my day, other than maybe choking, uh, getting in my car and driving and stepping out of my bathtub onto the floor mm-hmm. because I don't have my bath mat there or any of that stuff. That's a, It's a recipe for disaster. I'm going to kill myself one day. I'm not going to kill myself. It just is going to hurt a lot. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. Will, when yeah. I eat it. And I know I will. Right? Like it, the numbers are there. Well, we have all tile floors now, man. So wherever you walk, it's going to be that. Uh, Somebody here on the text line says, unexpected nudity. A few years ago, my husband and I were driving in the car with our kids, who were four and seven years old at the time. We were at a stoplight along Lake City Way in Seattle. Good place to find nudity. Uh, It says, in the lane closest to the sidewalk, we look over and see a large man, probably in his 60s, walking down the sidewalk at a very slow pace right past our car, completely naked. Not even shoes. This was in broad daylight and in December. Needless to say, we were all 
little shocked, and unfortunately, think of this sometimes when we pass this intersection. You always yeah, win. Yeah. When did you witness unexpected or unintentional nudity? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Paul. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. 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 So, I was about, I think I was 13, and my mom had started dating this new guy, who is actually my stepdad now, of 30 years. Um... But um, anyways, he comes into the picture. Me and my brother didn't care for him too much. And we were out playing football with the neighbor kids out in the yard. And he comes up and says he wants to play. And we're a little bit bigger. So, you know, we're actually thinking that we might be able to put a little hurting on him. (laughs) So our one neighbor, our biggest neighbor, we get him on the opposite team. We kind of plan it out. We're like, you hit him, and then we're all going to pounce him. So anyways, we kick the ball off. They go running down. I'm kind of behind, and I see the two guys in front of me, my big friend and my brother, just fall on the ground laughing. And I'm like, what is going on? I come around and look up, and here comes my stepdad. He has those dad shorts on, the little short sweatpants shorts. Yeah. And his whole thing just dangling out the bottom. (laughs) (laughs) Back and forth. We all just fall on the ground, and he runs it straight through for a touchdown. Yes, he did. I wonder if he did that intentionally. Yeah, was that strategic? <laughs> well, that's what he said. He said that was his blocker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming at that point in time you started to like the guy a little bit more. Uh, I did. I did. Didn't know that that was going to be the first time a mini that I'd have to stare at that thing, but yeah. Every morning waking up for school, he would just have their stand in the door wide open, butt naked, waking us up. So that was a little uncomfortable, but you got used to it after a while. I mean, did he do this to shock you awake, or did he just do that because that's how he rolled? That's just how he rolled. He just came in, like, and we weren't like that as a family. So he came in, and he just, you know, that's the way he did it. So you got to see a step penis every morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, technically, that's morning, Yeah, I just remember waking up being like, oh, are you kidding me again? <laughs> well, <laughs> hey, man, it works. I've been married for 30 years, so there you go. I am. Yeah, good yeah. point. Good point. When did you witness unexpected or unintentional nudity? 206-803-ROCK. That's a prank I'll pull on my wife from time to time, which is least expecting, you know, she's got her back turned or something like that. I won't ever just drop trout, but, you know, just hang a little fella out there and just wait till she notices <laughs> How long does it take her to notice? Because you might get insulted at some point. Uh, you, there's been times where it's taken longer than others, but now the general response is, why? Have you ever, <laughs> have you ever put it on her shoulder on top of her head? Walk <laughs> up behind her when she's sitting on the couch? I've never gotten that close. I used no. to lay it on the shoulder there, tap on her, <laughs> tap on that shoulder. She'd turn around, God darn it. Yeah. We used to do that party. If yeah. you passed out, somebody was dropping their testicles on your forehead oh, sure. or whatever. We used to just stick out one testicle. Just one. <laughs> like, if you're all sitting on, like, the front porch or whatever, having a couple beers or whatever. Drop one. <laughs> yeah, you just kind of pop one out, and then eventually people will notice, but it takes a minute. <laughs> when did you witness unexpected or unintentional nudity? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Todd. Welcome to the men's room. Hey, good afternoon, gentlemen. Liquor and whores. Liquor and whores. Hey, um, well, back in a previous career... Uh, I was an airline pilot and I flew for a regional company that uh, flying regional jets and uh, used to fly to Chicago. So uh, one flight flew out with my first officer and a flight attendant, had to go out someplace. And uh, at the overnight, um, we had dinner and then the the flight attendant and the uh, first officer decided to go out and extend it. I was a little older than them. So I went back to the hotel room. Next day, we had a repo, fly the plane back to Chicago 
And um, so it was just the, the two flight crew and, or just the flight crew. So we called back to the flight attendant during the flight and said, hey, can we get some coffee? And she said, sure, give me a few minutes. So uh, she knocks on the door and the other, the other guy was flying. Turn around, open the door, and uh, she has, she's standing there with two cups of coffee, completely naked. <laughs> and uh, we do a double take. It's like, whoa. She says, well, if you think that's something, if you'd have gone out with us last night, you could have touched them. Like, holy crap. So, Were you regretting not going out? Well, could the passenger see her? No, no, no. It was a repo, so we didn't have any passengers on Oh, board. so she was just messing around because repo means there's nobody. Yeah, there. I got yeah. you. Okay, now I understand. Exactly, exactly. And then another flight out of Chicago, uh, 4th of July, watching the passengers get on board. And uh, a really attractive, probably mid-40s uh, gal, really well-preserved, gets on, and she's wearing a miniskirt and a American flag tube top. And she filled it out really well. So we take the flight, get into our destination. And I would generally jump off the airplane and run around the airplane and uh, check it out and get ready for the next flight. But then I would stand at the bottom of the air stair and greet the customers off. Well, uh, this gal and her, and her husband or boyfriend are coming down the stairs. And towards the bottom, she stumbles down the stairs. As she's coming down, I notice that she's not wearing anything underneath her um, underneath her miniskirt. So she stumbles and cut, lands right in my arms. And it, while she stumbles, um, the tube top fell down as well. So I get a handful of, uh, <laughs> they were real and they were spectacular. And she oh, laughed, good reference. Says, excuse me. And, uh, and I said, well, no, no problem. And I said, might I add, God bless America. <laughs> <laughs> so Todd, do you still fly? No, I, I got recalled active duty. I spent uh, the rest of my career in the uh, military. Ah, okay. And you were uh, you're flying then as well? Uh, I was uh, too senior to fly, so I spent the rest of my time on staffs. So what do you mean you're too you're too old to fly? What's the age cut off in the military? Um, well, I'm sorry. I should say I was too senior to fly. So um, the age cut off is probably around forty. Okay, generally speaking. Hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. Well, I'm curious to know. Okay, so at the point, so I'm on a commercial flight. The cockpit door is now absolutely locked. All right, so cross country flight, three hours in. I don't know. Autopilot's engaged. It's nice, guys. What are the kinds of conversations you guys are having in the cockpit? Like, are you talking about any of the people you saw get on the plane? And I don't mean if they're acting drunk. I mean, like hot chicks, goofy looking dudes, that kind of thing. Not necessarily. I mean, you're kind, you're, you're kind of just flying the airplane and, and doing your thing. A lot of guys talk about their side gigs that they've got trying to make money. But, um, you know, no, not really. You don't really interface with the uh, or with the passengers that much uh, as they're boarding. So you don't really you don't really see them. Yeah, there. you're out there doing all the flight logs and all that stuff. And it's kind of weird, right. man. I will say that uh, uh, pre-flight uh, pre, uh, checks. Because mm -hmm. the way it is now, you know, you rarely see the pilot until the plane lands. Yeah, because right? you're getting on the plane, whatever. So, and a lot of times, man, as I'm getting off the plane, I'm going, oh, thank you for flying whatever airlines. You'll see the pilot, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. I, well, I, I would not have pegged that guy. Typically, on those short hop planes with the stairs, when you get on the plane, the cockpit's wide open. Well, yeah. You yeah, just look in there and go, hey, what's up, guys? No, but I'm saying on a regular commercial flight, like, you never see the, the, the pilot. No. And then when I'm getting off, I'm like, that guy flew the plane? But you can't really say that. Mm -hmm. But if I thank you for flying whatever. And I just remember looking at the guy like, I will be damned. Yep. What do you want him to look like? I don't know. Just some people don't 
look like someone who should be responsible for flying a plane. I don't know how to describe it. Just, you well, know, just so different people have different looks. And obviously, they're qualified and everything was fine. But just when I look at him, I'm like, so you did this, huh? Based on what he I said about the age, you know, the Top Gun sequel, that's just a bunch of baloney. Yeah. Tom Cruise way over 40. Wasn't he an instructor? Was he an instructor in the second one, or was he an actor? I'm sure he had to fly. He wasn't supposed to be flying on that team. He kind of made himself on the team. Is that kind of mm-hmm. how this movie? Oh, All okay. I knew is that he so. came yeah. back as an instructor. He's a okay. And he always has been. He's still Maverick, man. Doesn't, doesn't follow the rules. I'm too old to fly, but I'm doing it. They're going to make another one. For real? I read somewhere they were talking about it. They might as well. This last one. I still have not seen the latest it's one. Not bad. It's not bad. You saw it too? It's exactly what you think it is. I saw it on a plane. That's why I can't remember if he actually flew or not. Because it really does mimic. He flies. It really does mimic the, you know. The like, first one? Basically, in a way, it just kind of has the same formula to it. So it's it's a it's a good movie. Slow-mo volleyball. You know what you're getting. They don't have that. But, right. but you know. <laughs> you. They, have, they do have some flashbacks. But, you know. It, I think there was a football scene, though. It's in slow-mo. I can't. I'm trying to remember. Please, there was definitely was like a callback yeah, to was. it. Yeah. When did you witness unexpected or unintentional nudity? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, John. Welcome to the men's room. Hola, bitches. Hola. So this is a couple years ago, 10 or so, up in Bellingham. Uh, I was living out there with my girlfriend at the time. Her mom came up to visit. Uh, so we were going to get, get some lunch, and we ended up at a thrift store. I believe it was Valley Village or something. Uh, I'm kind of off doing my own thing. I come around the end of the aisle, go around the corner, and there's this old gentleman sitting in a lazy boy with some tiny little shorts and the whole sack of potatoes just hanging out <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> he had this smirk on his face, too, that let me believe he knew what he was doing. You honestly think so he knew? I kinda, I, I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah, he had to. Have. I mean, you not feel that. Oh, dude. Matt, let me tell you something. Eh? I don't know, man. Old people... It's not much they can do. I get gravity's taking charge. But like you said, in the summertime, if they're wearing short shorts, I just like... The only time I've had this experience are the few times I've been to Florida. It is very hot. It is very humid. But everyone, regardless of age, whatever, goes to the beach. And you'll see guys walking by, right? Not sitting, like, walking by. And I'm like... That is the bottom of his testicles. Like, they That's are right. hanging that far. You know, you know, the schools feel inclined to, to give you every single bit of information you need as a parent. Dear even, God, Even yes. if you need it or not. So my daughter went to Western. And, you know, every once in a while you would get uh, an email update on just things are, they're doing with the school. Sure. And, and different openings and closings of buildings and crap like that. But I'm telling you, man, there was about two years in a row where... There was, like, naked people all over campus looking in the windows. <laughs> That's not windows. good. Yeah, no. I mean, it, was, it, was, it was one email after another. I don't know if it was one guy. I don't know if it was a bunch of different people. Don't you kind of hope but it's the same dude? You would not hope like nine like different guys. Ten of these guys right. out there running around naked. But, I mean, that was like a... It just seemed like a more regular occurrence of an email than it should have did been. Did they ever catch the guy or did the emails just stop believe, coming? I don't believe so. I, I, I really don't know. I just... I just How have we gotten that one Another yet? one? When did you all witness unexpected or unintentional nudity? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Jackie. Welcome to the Mint Room. Hi there. Hola. <laughs> I uh, witnessed unexpected nudity. My uh, cousin and her husband invited us to go camping. So my eight-year-old daughter and I packed up all our clothes and got in their motorhome, and we went to fraternity Snoqualmie. <laughs> and the and my daughter was kind of looking out the window, and when we got there, she's like, Mom, come here. And I look out the window, and everybody's nude. <laughs> but we eased our way in by watching a nude volleyball game right off the bat. and then. But by the end of the weekend, we didn't want to put our clothes back on. 
So you didn't know that you were going to that type of a location, and then you get there. No, no, we didn't. We we packed our clothes, and I had an eight-year-old daughter with me. Now the she was very family did, or oriented, yeah. believe it or not. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now was she comfortable being and, naked as well? Um, I wasn't at first, but it it grew on me. Uh, uh, there was a seventy-five-year-old shop teacher from Garfield High School having his birthday. Everybody would, you know, there was lots of kids. And uh, at first, I kind of wore a cloth, and then I'd take it off, and then I'd put it back on. But by the end, I was just ready to All right. be naked. I, I got. I, I got to ask right. you. Not that. Not okay. If I knew that I was going to spend a couple of days naked, mm -hmm. um, as far as my appearance goes, I might uh, uh, trim up a little bit, so to speak. Or no, uh, no, have you I'm seen a, a nudist anything? We have this image I'm in our about, head. I'm talking about me. No, I'm saying we have this image in our head of what we do, of what we think we're going to see. You know, like you're watching meatballs or pork. It, it is oh, not yeah. that. This right, is it's just, just nudist. No. It's not, this isn't sexual. As a matter of fact, I was one of the smallest women there, and but everybody was so tan. And uh, this one lady was sitting by the pool, and she lifted up her big old boob and pulled a beer out from under it. And, uh, <laughs> she and pulled a beer from under her boob? Why would you keep she a warm did. beer? And there and well, that's what I said. She said, "No, it keeps it cooler." And I said, "I don't think so." But and Here, then taste on it. the and then the under the other boob was her cigarette pack and all of that. But if I you got a beer under weekend. one boob, just assume there's a cigarette pack under the other man and a lighter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was. It, and then my hus my cousin's husband passed away, and when I told that story at his funeral, <laughs> she wanted to murder me. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, "Nobody knows we're nudies." Oh, no one but, knew. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter. He's dead now, so it's Nobody just you. Knew. Yeah, he's gone now. But yeah, she didn't want me telling that at the funeral. But I did it anyway. Did you get a? Did you get yeah. a? That seemed like a funeral friendly story. Did you? Uh, yeah, <laughs> did you get a date offer from your uh, from your weekend? No, it it really wasn't that type of environment. Okay. Yeah, I've never was, been. I've was, never been to a nudist uh, anything. I've fraternity Snoqualmie. I stayed. They have uh, lots of skydive. They have lots of skydivers like skydiving over the place it was kind of that was the only creepy part <laughs> have you have you gone oh, back like to that. that spot have i what have you gone back to that spot or was that a one and uh, done it was a one and done i think but I, I you know as i thought about it while you're asking me i wouldn't mind going back all right yeah go back <laughs> good for you ma'am <laughs> trying to think if i could do that or not you can do whatever you always naked. You love being go. naked. I don't mind being naked. Uh, I just, I, I think my logic will be, you know, more than likely, I'm never going to see any of those people again. And then I'd run into a dude at a Safeway or something like a week later, like, hey, man. Yeah, but they I know they you. Legitimately do not care. <laughs> Who sucks less is on the way along with your emails to the men's room at KISW.com next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 